2: And plus the fact that I hang out with you, so you gotta be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with
3: you. Uh, maybe. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walls Automotive Group, Walls.com and Doug Sprinthal.
4: Nissan News. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville, Nissan of the all new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. <laughs> so yeah check out these vehicles at Walzer nissan in burnsville and in coon rapids house of j-lo and the house of dan rush tell them andy sent you
2: Walzer automotive group Walzer.com. start me up what?
5: Oh, so you're in a better mood things went well on the morning show i'm guessing no
2: the morning show was fine except for okay. like i said Uh, Well, let me run this by you guys, see if you wouldn't be frustrated as well.
5: Frustrated.
2: So on Friday, I had to deal... Let's say
5: psychotic. Would you be psychotic over this? What? What?
2: Um, So anyway, so on Friday, I'm dealing with a couple of corporate people that just don't do their job. They don't check their work. They don't do their job. They just don't do that stuff. So all day last Friday, I was dealing with their F-ups and their mistakes, the whole day on Friday, I had to deal with that, <clears throat> right? So it's supposed to be my time away from the company. But anyway, I dealt with that all all Friday. So then they they deliver my wife's birthday present yesterday, but didn't bother to tell us that they had delivered it, didn't knock on the door, didn't ring the bell.
5: As a matter of fact, I had checked online <laughs> just that day, and they said it wasn't going to be delivered for another at least week or two. A week <laughs> or
2: two. But then it showed up that night.
5: Yeah, no email, nothing.
2: Uh, he did not, or they did not, bring the box up to be under the covered area, because it was drizzling a little bit yesterday, if you remember. Not a lot, but a little. Didn't bother to bring it up by the front door and just set it there. They left it in the driveway. So I'm dealing with that. And I just said, why don't people finish their work anymore? I just went through this on Friday. I then sit down... <coughs> And I'm going to watch Twins Classics, your Minnesota Twins. I want to watch a little baseball.
5: Yeah. Right? Tis the season.
2: <clears throat> Tis the season, but uh, they, they ran the 1980, October 14th, 1987. I think it was game six of the World Series. I believe that's the one, the Minnesota Twins and the St. Louis Cardinals. Right, so I'm gonna watch it. Kirby Puckett, Kent Herbeck, Tim Laudner, Roy Smalley, Gary Gaetti. The
5: great team.
2: All the great team. You know, Bernanski, that a hole. But anyway, (laughs) moving forward from there, I look at the descriptor. Now, this is an international show uh, because digital goes around the world. You can watch Hulu in any country in the world, can't you? Pretty much. Well, probably not China.
5: I don't know. Mm -hmm. They have their own They have a Hulu version.
2: Probably <coughs> they've got the Huawei or whatever it's called. <laughs> Huawei. Yeah. Huawei. That's what it what's called.
0: Well, that's something else, but yeah.
2: So I'm just finally I can just watch a Twins game and not be annoyed by somebody else's incompetence for once. I turn on the screen and it says Twins Classics, October Fourteenth, nineteen eighty-seven, the World Series between the St. Louis. This is on Twins Classics now. Remember. The 1987 World Series between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Milwaukee
6: Brewers.
2: (laughs) Now, first of all, um, check your work. You put up the wrong team. uh, Check your work twice because both those teams, the St. Louis Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers, are National League baseball teams. It is not possible for them to play in the World Series because they're both National League teams. Why don't people ever check their work anymore? Why?
5: Okay, so you have been complaining about this forever, violently for like at least ten years. So, yeah, at least, yes. I guess what it is, it's just the new normal, and you're just going to either have to deal with it or be constantly angry. Which is I better for your health?
2: We need to bring back consequences. And where? If you deliver the thing and dump it in my driveway and then I see you, I get to punch you right in the goddamn nose. Isn't
7: going to happen. Why not? Well, well, you're so unreasonable, Catherine.
6: Yeah, Catherine. <laughs> how many
7: because times you're
5: going to end up in jail and, no, that, and it will be the poor, downtrodden delivery <laughs> dr- yeah, driver true. True. that, you how, know. How
7: many times do I have to say this? <clears throat> Tom, you're a saint for living with us. An I absolute know. saint. So I'm
5: you. trying to keep him out of jail, okay?
7: <laughs> oh, oh, your altruism, oh, your altruism <laughs> yeah. underwhelms me. Your <laughs> altruism to keep him underwhelms me. <laughs>
5: and out of the psycho house because uh, he seriously was pissed off about it for three hours.
2: Would I really would be too. Me. Well, that's well, they a long
5: time to hold on to. They could have something.
2: stolen your birthday present easily I looked and on, he did nothing to prevent that.
5: Well, that's not true because if I never got the package, I wouldn't i would not pay i would figure i would fight it through my credit card company or something i mean it it was through costco so costco should stand behind their delivery people i would agree if somebody took it
2: would you ever think of doing that to somebody because i couldn't do that what i couldn't just dump somebody's package in the driveway and leave well, I couldn't do
5: that. You're not a delivery guy.
2: I would bring it up under the covered area in front of the front door. I would knock on the door, ring the bell. Nobody answers. There's nothing I can do about it. I have to leave it
5: there. I don't know. I've had delivery guys mm-hmm. that are great. They, you know, yeah, if, are. if you yep. see them, they'll be like, hey, where do you want me to bring it? I'll bring right. it in for you. Right. Some of, And some of them are like, no, I'm only paid to do this. Or our insurance only allows us to drop it on the curb. Who knows if that's true or not. But, you know, it just you're never going to get great workers to do all jobs
2: i don't know why it's because your job you get paid for that probably
5: a delivery <laughs> guy it might be a temporary job
2: you're still getting paid to do it so do
7: your job
5: they probably feel like they're not getting paid enough to do well, the job
7: and get another job and that's the that's, you know in, in japan uh the the philosophy of work is all work is honorable and you're respected there for you working go. all I work is I agree with that in america all work isn't honorable. Some is, is you know, yeah. the honorableness, if, that, if that's a word, is based on how much you get paid. Well, and
0: Japan if, is a like a community, yeah. and America is a country of individuals. Yeah. So there's a lot of. Yes. it's it's a different different philosophy' that's yeah, a true. whole
7: different philosophy. your whole life whole different that's philosophy true. and that's that's why that and so people get angry <coughs> they're not getting paid enough for doing some job that they they look at as being menial mm-hmm. well I mean,
5: you, I, we also look at like Amazon where uh, what's his face is going to be the first trillionaire if Jeff he is Bezos. not Bezos is already a trillionaire and his workers aren't getting paid you know health insurance they've got bad working conditions it's like it kind of does feel like this guy's a trillionaire and I can't get
2: help. I insurance. asked about that by the way. I said, Why is Jeff Bezos such an ardent democrat? Of a guy who used to work with him actually. <clears throat> and you know what he told me?
5: Is it because he takes <clears throat> advantage of the postal system? Uh and he also, pays also loves
2: illegal immigrants to work. Mm-hmm. He loves that. Oh well, yeah. Because you didn't he... have to pay him anything. I know. So he can become a trillionaire by feeding off of people who are desperate. That's how it's been for decades. But see,
5: that's the whole thing. But but people are now so much more aware of this, probably because of social media. I hope so. I mean, that, to me, how do you go to sleep at night with a trillion dollars in your pocket when your people are, you know, not having a living wage? I don't get that.
0: don't care. He's probably a functional sociopath. Yeah. You mean like a most presidents? <laughs> Uh-oh. Honestly, oh. I mean, oh, oh, I would not doubt oh. that most presidents are pretty high on the psychopathy oh, index. Oh, there's no question
7: about it. You know, I think you look at it at like corporate. You look at it like corporate feudalism. <clears throat> Yeah, you have this, You have all these people working for them, and they kind of own the property, own right. the property which is the, the trademark. Right. They own that property, and all these people are working uh, at you know whatever wage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so certainly, they're not starving, but they're not you know, they're not getting a wage that you'd think. Yeah, a trillion dollars. You know, it doesn't take too many billion. Maybe you could knock off you know two billion of that, and you know you know set up a fund and just you know pay the people better. Yeah, why, why I agree
2: you? with you. So, you'd set aside $100, $200 billion to do that. So what, you, what you'll and see. And you still have Well, another billion.
5: thing, too, is if, if they gave them health care, um, they, wouldn't they be able to write that off as an expense on top of it? I don't really know how that works. I think oh, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, we well, doesn't
2: pay any taxes. Yeah, you know? that's, that's, and they that's, don't
5: pay taxes on top of it. They do not pay any taxes on it either. Exactly. So, I mean, something's going on. That, people get paid off things that's what people are mad about and maybe the truck driver just is sick of this shit
7: we live in a townhouse. It doesn't know. like oh, I a I want to move, move over a little I'm bit. Just here. Oh saying. She she came out of her chair. Tom, she came out I of her chair she across did. the table at you. Well, every whoa.
5: every time I order something on Amazon, I hate myself a little more. I know. <laughs>
0: I know. I know. So, I've ordered I've been I, ordering a lot fewer things on Amazon. I know. I, like I try like to do pizza.
5: Target because they're, yeah. you know, and
0: Walmart.
7: Walmart is.
5: Walmart I don't do because I don't think Walmart pays their people all that well. I I have
0: bought one thing in my entire life from Walmart. Oh, wait. Well, as of our honeymoon, a couple things, because Walmart is literally the only place within like 200 miles of where we went. But before that, I bought one thing from Walmart in my life, and that is cinnamon Pepsi. Cinnamon Pepsi. (laughs) Because they're the only ones that had it. Didn't you hate it? It was gross. Yeah.
5: Didn't Walmart like try to go up against Amazon? Kind of. Was well, they, they try? Yeah. Yeah, was what was that had called? Jets. What was that called? Jet. Was it Jet? I think it was I Jet. Think it was jet. But if
7: you if you search for something on the internet, a product on the internet, Walmart's um, Walmart's um, service will come up. Walmart's delivery service, virtual service, will come up. Yep. Their it store will. comes up. So, so they are entering into that, and they're just trying to. They are trying to compete with mm-hmm. uh, Amazon, but you know. It's got the, the, the unions are going to come in, and the, the, if they unionize uh, Amazon, boom, problem solved.
2: This could be very cool. We'll take a break coming right back on the other side of the break. Steve, Sto- uh, Steve Stolier, raised eyebrows, my years inside Groucho's house. Nice. I'm going to love this.
5: I man. thought you were talking about Nancy Pelosi.
2: That too, yeah. there's a oh, cool. raise of about six feet now, so that'd be good. <laughs> In any case, we'll be back. Steve Stullier with us next, the family. Tom Bernard with the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who just so happens to be a very good friend of mine.
8: If you're trying to get me to give you some shots on the golf course next time, it's not going to work, Tom.
2: Well, it was worth a shot. So, from refinancing your home to small business loans or just a new checking account, you are a locally owned community bank. So what does that mean to folks
8: listening, Michael? Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine.
2: Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender? By now you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fit me for my very own MyPillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Our very special guest, Steve Stolier. The book is called Raised Eyebrows, My Years Inside Groucho's House. I have to warn you up front, Steve, you're being interviewed by a guy who's jealous, sad, everything I could possibly be because, my God, being around Groucho, what a dream come true.
9: You know, one of the best compliments I get uh, when people who read the book is, I hate you. I I would hate me, too, uh, if I met me and hadn't gone through that experience, because (laughs) at the time, I was like the world's biggest groucho fanatic, and all I ever wanted to do was shake his hand and thank him, Mm -hmm. and instead, I got pulled into this remarkable atmosphere where I worked for him inside his house the last three years of his life, and was able to spend countless hours of quality time talking with him and meeting his friends and people he worked with in the 30s and 40s. And it just, uh, I never took any of it for granted. It never got uh, pedestrian for me. So uh, I, I accept your envy and jealousy in the spirit in which it was given <clears throat> thank
2: you Steve I appreciate that I am one of those guys as a matter of fact Andy was the one that, uh, that called you on the, uh, just a couple of minutes ago to put you on the air Andy is our son my wife is here and mm-hmm. family, close uh-huh. family friend with us Dr. Basham as well We just watched uh, Laurel and Hardy's The Music Box and Way Out West. I'm sorry, Steve, but you cannot beat that comedy of the Groucho Marx, Laurel and Hardy era. You can't do
9: it. No. And it's funny you mentioned Laurel and Hardy. Well, first of all, Groucho toured with them in 1942 on the Hollywood Victory Caravan, which was a bond-selling drive. They they were on a big train crossing America, and uh, he liked... Laurel and Hardy personally, and then as an example of why people mistakenly think every, every celebrity knows every other celebrity and everything about right. them, Groucho was once uh, pulled over for speeding, and the, the cop recognized him and said, let me ask you a question. Why aren't there more Laurel and Hardy movies on TV? <laughs> First of all, I guess insulting that he wasn't saying, why aren't there more Marx Brothers movies, but the idea that because he was Groucho Marx, he would know why there aren't more Laurel and Hardy movies. Sure, absolutely. But yes, the stuff holds up well, I think, after all these years except uh, you run into the politically correct crowd that have sort of retroactive political correctness, where they say, why does Groucho have to ogle those attractive women? And uh, I don't know, it's just, it's inappropriate, some of the, that awful word, inappropriate. But for those that can get past that, and having black porters on trains and Jewish pawnbrokers and all those Uh, ethnic caricatures that were just a staple of entertainment for a century, Uh, I think the stuff stays remarkably fresh. And in the case of the Marx Brothers, I think it was a really seamless blend of of really intelligent verbal comedy when you have people along the lines of George S. Kaufman and S.J. Perelman writing your material and then just the physicality there's you know harpo's pantomime and things like uh wallpapering esther muir <laughs> into the wall with tape. you have this you know broad physical comedy uh and then this really clever clever stuff that separates them from you know the three stooges or the ritz brothers yeah and i think a lot of it stays really fresh after all this time yeah
2: Steve, I will tell you something. I was a little boy, the first time I ever saw it. Margaret Dumont was in a lot of Marx Brothers films. Yeah. And she was at, uh, Groucho was a doctor in this particular feature. And uh, she says to Groucho, I'm not feeling all that well. And he goes, here, take this pill. She goes, why, that's a rather large pill. And he says, well, you're a rather large pill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
9: To this day, well, it makes me laugh. <laughs> It was a veterinarian in a day at the races, who's called in to save the sanatorium that's run by Margaret Dumont. the bad guys are skeptical of his credentials. <laughs> but,
2: uh, yeah, it's brilliant stuff. The stories. Is it true, Steve, yes. that Groucho and his brothers went to Jack Warner's office for a meeting? He wasn't there, so they started a fire in his office.
9: Uh, Irving Thalberg. Oh, is that who it
2: was? Irving yes. Thalberg. Okay
9: yeah you know the 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 <laughs> character of the marx brothers on screen is that they're irreverent and they poke fun at stuffiness and formality and Salberg was a very serious man and he was he was very strict about the money and time and all this stuff but and the Marx brothers just felt like uh you know, we don't like to be kept waiting this long. We don't care who he is. We were big Broadway stars, and we were big stars at Paramount. So so uh, when he wasn't in his office, they went into his office and locked the door and roasted potatoes in his fireplace naked. <laughs> <laughs> he finally showed up again, and you know, to his credit, he appreciated the length they went to make their point and he didn't keep them waiting again. <coughs> well, but they would You know, people don't do practical jokes like that anymore because I guess, you know, they end up being fired or sued or it's frowned upon <laughs> or something, but it's always wonderful hearing these stories that people would do these outlandish things to make a point, and that was certainly true of the Marx Brothers.
2: Steve, I'm sure you get asked the same questions a lot, but, but because they're so important in everyone's life, I, I sure. guess, that... How did Groucho get away with saying things on TV that nobody else would have gotten away with?
9: I think because they weren't malevolent. Uh, he wasn't quite like Rickles, just, you know, tearing people apart and right. attacking their appearance and all that. Plus, you know, there was the smile and, and the, uh, the cigar and the wiggling eyebrows. And uh, I, I think they liked him going into it. They knew him from the film. Yeah. And so they appreciated it. Um, and it was never really, it was never mean-spirited. And it certainly was never uh, outrageous. I mean, if he said something that was at all questionable, it hit the cutting room floor before the, the thing aired. So you didn't really see anything heavy-duty, and people liked him, which I think goes a long yeah. way. Yeah, mm-hmm.
6: yeah.
2: Steve, it, it, did, did it reach the air, the woman with the, I believe, eight children, when he referred to his cigar?
9: Did that uh, make the air? That You know, it's an interesting story that, that I'll try to tell briefly. It did and it didn't happen. It happened. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> yes and no. Uh, In the first season, when it was only on radio, 47, he had a a woman on uh, Mrs. Story from Bakersfield, California. This was told to me by Bernie Smith, who was the show's head writer, and actually kept a log of all of the contestants, all the secret words, and how much money they won over the 12 years the show ran. And She said she had 12 children, and Groucho said, why do you have so many children? And she said, well, I believe it's our purpose on, God's purpose on this earth is to have children, and I love my husband and he said, Well, I, take a, I like my, love my cigar too, but I take it out of my mouth once in a while. <laughs> now, that got a blast of laughter from the studio yeah. audience. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, of course, it never aired on radio, uh... but word of it got out. So you get a lot of people who say, I'll never forget that. I remember sitting there watching that. Yep. It's like yep. you either have come to believe you remember it or you've heard it so often. Mm -hmm. The same thing with uh, Dr. Rodale dying on the Dick Cabot show. Right. It never aired, but people say, oh my god, I was sitting there. It's like, no, you're either lying (laughs) or you've come to believe it. So the same thing with the cigar thing. People will say it's apocryphal and it's like, well, in the sense that it wasn't on television and didn't air, it's apocryphal, but it was uttered and remembered, but never saved in 1947. So that's the short answer to your question. Did they, I, yeah, it's wonderful.
5: Did they ever break up or have big studio problems like it seems like everybody did back in those days, or still do? But
9: uh, break up? you mean amongst themselves? Yeah, did anybody or, say,
5: I'm going to be the star and go off and be... No,
9: but, you know, it was interesting. They really, they didn't have ego problems that way. However, Chico, and that's the correct pronunciation of his pronunciation of his name because he huh. chased huh. chicks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. a great many of them. Uh, <laughs> he, wonderful. He used to say, to his wife, he used to say, honey, they're just mistaking me for Harpo because they look similar without their wigs.
6: Oh. <laughs> and
9: then uh, he, he and his wife were waiting for an elevator and the door opened and a woman came out and, and stuck her finger in Chico's cheek and said, Hi, Chicky (laughs) Wicky. And after she left, Betty Mark said, uh, Don't tell me she thought you were Harpo. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) he was a compulsive womanizer and a compulsive gambler. I mean, it really was like an illness with him. He He would throw away good cards in a game just to make it more interesting. He would bet someone $100, which of two raindrops would reach the bottom of a taxi cab window. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he would go through all his money, and Harpo and and Groucho would have to bail him out. So that was a frustration. It was sort of an ongoing problem with Chico, but there was never acrimony like I'm sick of working with you, or you're you right. you putting <laughs> us through this. I think it was, I think when they did break up it was just like they got tired of doing the same thing over and over again Um, I know Groucho said when he was doing a night in Casablanca in 1946 he's already 55 or 56 and Chico and Groucho Chico and Harpo were older than him and he was uh, hanging from an airplane and he just thought there's (laughs) got to be a better way to make a living yes (laughs) so uh, when Harpo went Mm on uh They would tour um, Vegas and different clubs and do music and comedy. And then Groucho wisely got rid of the grease paint mustache and grew his own, and that's when the whole second career of You Bet Your Life took over. So it was never an acrimonious thing. It was just like facing the music.
2: That makes total. Steve, do you you have a few more minutes? uh, Because our our, our time has run to an end, but we'd we'd love to hold on if we could. Sure. All right. We'll be back in like two minutes more with Steve Stolier. Is it pronounced Stolier?
9: It is. I was ready to correct you, but you got it right, and I Yay. had nothing to say. I really- <laughs> I had
2: nothing to- Well, I have nothing to say. We'll uh- <laughs> <laughs> be, <right> <laughs> be right back with the paper. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months.
10: I
0: guess this one's got a bit
10: of build-up. Yeah,
2: apparently it's a buildup. Steve Stolier, our special guest, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Steve, we've... Uh during the break, there we're sitting talking about the Marx Brothers. We're talking about Laurel and Hardy. Then we started talking about the Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. I do hate you. I want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs>
9: thank you. Thank you. Again, I accept your hate in the spirit in which it is
2: hurled <laughs> at me. With
5: Best grief. possible way.
2: What a great life. So, this segment, if you have a few minutes, I'd like to hear about your experiences. And thank you so much for being patient with us about talking about because. We're obviously huge fans, and it's very exciting to talk to anybody about Groucho Marx. Believe oh, me.
9: it's my pleasure. Believe me, I've got I got the whole spectrum of people's familiarity with the Marx brothers uh, doing various radio shows and podcasts and so on. And initially, the publicist would just say, "You're going to be on in uh, in Cleveland and at 4:30 a.m. your time," and uh. I'd set my alarm and get up. And you never quite knew what the level of familiarity was, and I remember one guy, and I swear he was serious, he said, now let me ask you this, which was the brother that played the harp? (laughs) And I wanted Mm. to say, take a wild guess. I was civil and explained the names and all that. So uh, it's a pleasure to talk to someone that that uh, loves and appreciates the Marx Brothers as we now rocket well into the 21st century.
6: Yeah. That was
9: something else that, uh, you know, Groucho was born in 1890, so he was Jeez. literally a Victorian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, she was, was on the throne for another 11 years. That's amazing. Uh, they were all born in New York. But I came to appreciate Groucho not just he was that man the one with margaret dumont and selma mm-hmm. todd and, and all that cavorting but he was this man from 1890 whose firsthand memories went from before the wright brothers to after the moon landing
5: Jeez. which
9: is just a staggering chunk yeah. of american history i said to him once uh, how far back do you remember? And he saw it a moment, and he said, I guess the Spanish-American War. <laughs> well.
7: 98.
2: Probably true. Even
9: you know, As you might know, the Marx Brothers started off as a singing act mm-hmm. before they threw comedy into it. And Groucho actually was on the bill at the Metropolitan Opera House in New York, uh, the same bill as Enrico Caruso. God. And oh God. it was to raise money to help the victims of the San Francisco earthquake of 1906. Wow. He was 16. So, and it, I mean, he was this living link to the 19th century, plus knowing so many immortals personally. I mean, as friends, George Gershwin and Irving Berlin and James Thurber and W.C. Fields, and <laughs> you know, that, that he... You know, we think of them in in black and white and two-dimensional, but he knew them as people to hang out with. So it was just, you know, I was 20 years old uh, and just a huge Marx fan, and I got the job by starting a petition drive at UCLA where I was going to college to put pressure on Universal to re-release Animal Crackers, which was caught in a legal snag, and they didn't think there was any reason to spend money on an old black and white movie but all my friends were Marx fanatics and it was the great missing link in their canon i mean we now we just punch a button and there you can see whatever you want from youtube <coughs> or streaming or something but back right. then no one had seen animal crackers in decades and uh, groucho came to ucla to uh help us with our I said, Groucho, I am very happy to be meeting you after all this time. And he said, well, you should be. (laughs) (laughs) Love him. Aaron Fleming, who was this woman that was, like, in charge of his life at the time, said, this is Steve Stoliar. He's trying to get Animal Crackers re-released. And Groucho said, did you get it? And I said, not yet, but we're working on it he said, well, you better, or I'll fire you. Well. I, said, I didn't even realize I was working for you. <laughs> and he said, a little less than nothing. <laughs> a little less. So I, I like, had to keep pinching myself that I'm sitting there surrounded by students and the press, the cameras, uh, talking about this 1930 film of theirs, and realizing that I'm sitting with my idol, And uh, Universal finally relented and put the film out, and it broke the box office record at the U.A. Westwood that had been set by the French Connection several years earlier. So it was extremely (laughs) gratifying to see a long line of people in Westwood waiting to see this old Marx Brothers movie. And then I was rewarded with this plum job of working in groucho's house handling his fan mail and correspondence and organizing all of his memorabilia to be later donated to the smithsonian so i was like ankle deep in, yeah. in personal photos and vaudeville stuff and annotated <laughs> scripts and letters and just an amazing amazing experience to go through at that age and meeting Bob Hope and Mae West and S. J. Perelman and Steve Allen and Jack Lemmon and zeppo and Gump Zeppo and I dated the same girl <laughs> <laughs> She was 19, I was 20, and he was 74. <laughs>
6: so
9: it was a May, December of the following year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> almost, I guess.
2: Two December. But I have little. that
9: distinction of saying Zeppo Marx and I dated the same girl.
2: I think it's magnificent. I, I, uh, I tell you, Steve, one of the great memories I have of being, I guess, probably in my teens, late teens, early 20s, is watching Groucho Marx wearing the same hat, go on the Tonight show with Johnny Carson those were some of the greatest TV moments ever.
9: Right, Carson and also the Dick Cavett show. Yeah, absolutely. It was yeah. wonderful. It's so great that they're available now either on YouTube or or DVD. Uh, again as I say now all you have to do is press a button and you could see them. Yeah, really yeah, it was wonderful. It was Groucho in his 70s you know without any real worries comfortably set just sitting there conversing in front of adoring audiences
2: huge audiences as a matter of fact
5: so they were set they didn't have big you know you hear big problems with people stealing their money or the studios well, didn't pay them harpo,
9: groucho and harpo were okay but chico chico died in 61 and he really, he went through every As quickly as he got the money, he went through it. Oh, the so the others were bailing him out. Mm. And Zeppo kind of picked up where Chico left off in terms oh. of gambling and womanizing. Uh, he, he, at one point, was married to Barbara, who divorced him for Frank Sinatra.
2: Oh, Barbara,
9: yeah, the very famous Barbara. In Palm Springs where Zeppo and Barbara were living. So she dumped him for Sinatra. Well, <laughs> well. then he dumped her
2: for uh, what's her face? Uh, what the hoodie Sinatra
5: did. did?
6: Yeah,
2: you know, who was he married to again? The young, much younger uh, woman. Don't. Oh, did Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow. That's yeah. Years earlier. That was years earlier, though. That's right. Steve Solier, ladies and gentlemen, uh, S-T-O-L-I-A-R. Steve Solier. The book is called Raised Eyebrows. My years inside Groucho's heart house. That was me. <laughs> that was me. He's in my heart. You're in my heart now too, Steve. <laughs> okay. Raised eyebrows, my ears inside, Groucho's house. Steve Stolyer, S T O L I A R. You can get the book everywhere, particularly on Amazon, obviously. Steve, we gotta have you back on again. We need to talk comedy more often.
9: It was my pleasure. I'd be happy to ramble on about whatever you like,
2: Tom. Uh, you're a good man. I don't hate you. I love you, Steve. I just want you to know I love oh, you, Tom. <laughs> now
9: you've ruined it. You've spoiled it. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Thank you, sir. Have a good Bye. day. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.
2: Michael Bryant, Brad Shawn. Bryant, what's the latest?
3: Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own.
2: And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with
3: you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walls Around Motor Group, Walls.com, and Doug Sprinthal.
4: Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade So, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J.Lo, and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you.
2: Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. <laughs> 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 no <laughs> i love ellen i was supposed to be when introducing him this weekend or last weekend
11: was it? oh yeah a
2: okay. calendar. when is it friday a nec-
5: this Friday, this Friday or is it last oh. Friday? No, it's this Friday on my calendar. Well, he's
2: not coming. He's not coming because well, of COVID. I
5: can re- okay. delete that from my yeah, event. Yeah, you don't don't need that. Well, he Pisses me <laughs> off. <out>. I <We gotta laughs> get
2: a chance to introduce Alice Cooper and then, ah, Lame ass disease.
5: Is,
11: is that is COVID a thing anymore? Oh my God, yes, Mom. <laughs> Just because you
12: decided it's not. Why? Mean is it gone? Why is it oh, a yeah. thing?
11: Why is it a thing?
5: Because
12: I people mean, everybody's still get it out and everybody's... everybody's still dying. Well, well, I guess we'll find out one. We have another in a big way in two weeks.
6: Yeah, two weeks will know, the, yeah, yep. you're
2: right. I don't know what to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. So what's up?
12: <laughs> well, I was gonna read um some uh facts here about yours truly. And I'm not about you? Yeah, and I'm not bragging. it's this is It's
5: okay if you are, we'll allow it. Where <laughs> <laughs>
12: you go, JB. <laughs> but you uh First of all, I want to bring up at uh, Wysetta High School parking lot. on This Thursday from 8 to 2, there's a uh, food drive, and it's called Stack the Semi. So if you want to stop by from 8 in the morning to 2 in the afternoon this Thursday, June 11th, they'll be taking donations. Um, My buddy, uh, Webby. Well, Chris Weber, but we call him Webby. Do you have be. other friends? Yes, Gary. I do.
5: Other than us? I'm
12: what? <laughs> 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 I
6: guess we're on <laughs> <in> the <else> Alex <laughs> Cats,
11: Is he white? <laughs> he yes, he is. <laughs> no, <laughs> JB. <JP. laughs>
12: <laughs> yes, Chris is. Well, you know I play baseball, so all yeah. the ho- guys. And here. hockey. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, if you can stop by with some donations for that. Where is uh, this again? At YZ Senior High. YZ Senior High. Their Part parking lot. Yeah
2: magnificent
12: but i'm going to read some fact of facts about fact yeah there's only one uh, facts about myself and then um then i'm going to ask a question at the end of it okay.
2: Let's see. do i get to judge if you're lying or not by <laughs> the question
12: <laughs> no these are all true they're all true okay. they're all true first person first black person to attend the Fred Wapple, and yes, that was Fred's last Fred name. Fred Wapple. <laughs> yeah. Summer camp for uh, student athletic trainers at the University of Missouri in the summer of 78 uh, 79. First member of my immediate family to attend a major university, not a small college or a community college. First black athletic trainer in the history of the University of Minnesota in the fall of 1980. That's when Bill and those guys called me Soul Train.
2: Soul Train, baby. That was <laughs> 40 an years ago. That's amazing
5: statistic, though, that you were the first.
12: Yes. What were
2: you, yeah. like
5: seven?
12: No, I was 18. In 1980? Yes. God, I can't believe you're so old. <laughs> and I'm old, man. I'm old. I'm old. Man. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. 58. Then I, then I became the first black student manager for Gopher football because I had to switch over because... They could pay me, and the training room couldn't, because they, they ran out of contracts. And the winner of 1982 became the first black student at the University of Minnesota to be a part of an intramural ice hockey championship team.
2: That, where was, were there any other Breaking players? Breaking barriers,
11: man. Yeah.
12: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, they saying, we don't play that game. So... <laughs> 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 Okay. In 1983, became the first student manager to uh, become an M-Man. In 1986, became the first black person to be a part of a, uh, a major commercial radio morning drive show in God, the Twin I wonder Cities. wonder where
2: that happened. Why'd you go on a racist show? Yeah. I never understood it. <laughs> and, Such an
12: and, evil guy.
2: Evil, horrible racist.
12: <laughs> yeah. And the last fact is... Um, in the mid-90s, became the first black president of a youth hockey association and later director of hockey operations for a youth hockey association. Um, My question is to not only you guys but to the listeners, um, could you imagine every time I took one of those steps how I felt?
2: You're kind of disappointed in the radio part,
12: weren't you? <laughs> that was probably, the was probably the downturn low light.
6: in yeah. your life. That was the low light, <laughs> or everything all. went wrong. <laughs> it's,
11: it's
12: and not only how I felt, but what I might have come across. You didn't come uh,
2: across. You really? Did you think you came across some like? Oh, I'm sure. No,
12: no, I said what I came across, not how I came across. No, but mm-hmm. I,
2: what you came across, like a little racism.
12: In some cases, really, yeah,
2: on the KQ morning.
12: <laughs> no, not there.
2: <laughs> I'm going to keep pushing that button. Okay? Yes, you are. Yes, there's no doubt about it.
12: But like uh, I said, because it was funny, I made I made the joke about Bill and Ken Foxworth and Marion Barber the second, right, and other guys who were uh, older older than me that were football players when I f- when they first walked in the room. Uh, the training room and looked at me and they said, "Where are you from?" And I said, "St. Louis." And they said, "What position do you play?" And I said, "I'm a student trainer."
6: Mm-hmm.
12: They literally ran around the room and <laughs> high-fived each other like we had won. The, we had won the national title.
6: There you go. And
12: it's like what the and then I you know then you start to find out that you know as other teams use you, you know. Other teams came in to play us and this, that, and the other. I didn't see other people like me.
5: No. Well, you have to remember, um, okay, so we have this neighbor who's, what is she? She's like 80-something, 80. I think she's 80. Oh,
2: you're talking about Beverly? Yeah,
5: and she went to Southwest High. Yeah. And she said they had, I think she said they had either 8 or 11 black people in the entire high school, and they were considered integrated.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, back then. When
5: I went to high school, and I am a bit younger than A bit younger than
2: 80. Not much, but I am a bit younger than, <laughs> bit younger than <laughs> 80. Much, I younger than <laughs> 80.
5: When I was in high school, granted, it was a small, very small high school, we had two black people in my high school.
2: So, in your high school, okay. In yeah. my high school. Yeah. I had
5: none in my elementary school. None okay so i'm just the the fact that i mean minnesota was just it was it was filled with white people there just weren't very many yeah, black there were not people many black there just people. weren't and no, i mean true. so beverly it's all right beverly's <coughs> okay. fine i shouldn't say her name I don't have
2: to say your last name okay
5: uh, i don't even know her last name actually <laughs> this 80 year old woman i was speaking she yeah, is, she's exactly. a te- she's a teacher but i mean can you imagine it's like in southwest is huge high school Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's where my
12: son went to school.
5: Yeah, gigantic high school. I mean, I don't even know what the what the numbers are now, but in in 80 years, well, okay. She was in high school, so let's say 70 years ago, 65 years ago, whatever it is. It's a big change. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, yeah, I mean, I it's just it's amazing how different the world is now and i'm not saying that it shouldn't shouldn't have changed faster or better or whatever but it takes i mean to go from like zero
12: yeah it takes it takes time
5: (laughs) you know it for some people that's a big shift but i mean it's not doesn't make it right or whatever but i just i just don't think personally i think what you know it's all great i think it should be happening it is happening it has happened i didn't think we were he's still here i thought we were done with being worried about people's skin color yeah, and
11: we, sexuality we and
5: everything else yeah. i really thought we were done i am I'm, I'm shocked that we're, that we're still there
12: we're on our own 35 yard line
2: 30 on your own you're not even a we haven't even crossed yet.
12: midfield yet really? in this country no.
5: Why is this? I just don't understand.
2: Cuz there's no money in it.
5: Cuz like I said, I grew up it's all with about money. Two kids politicians. In, two yeah. kids in my high school and now I work with people of color all the time. I know Yeah. lots of people from all kinds of different things now that I never knew any when I was younger. Yeah. It's like I just really thought that we were done with it. Can
2: I tell everybody something? I met lovely Catherine almost 40 years ago. And I had to Kind of upgrade your lingo. Yeah. Because you literally call black people Negroes when I first I met you.
5: did not. Did I do. did not. That he was my roommate do. from whatever the tiny little town from down south she <laughs> was, was from. I Negro. did not. Black Negro. I did not.
6: <laughs> goes, no, 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 I no. did
5: not. No, she said Negroes. Negro. Yeah, that's right. She Negru. said Negro.
2: She did Oh my God. She
5: was, from, she was from a tiny little town in south so Southern Minnesota, a, <laughs> and the, Bush, first time, the first time the first time she. Said it. What? I
12: was like, "That's, what? that's what? a new, yeah. one. that's a new one on me." Yeah. And plus, she's butchering, Negro. <laughs> <Yeah>, she butchered <laughs> yeah. Negro. Like, I did. It's true. Get like, the
1: offensive right.
5: <laughs> Go
12: ahead, Get your
2: offensive she, stuff right, will she, you? She, oh my my she didn't
5: mean anything by yeah. it. That's
2: just, she thought it was. Yeah. It they was were called a, Negroes. Yeah.
5: Yeah. But I would, yeah. it was not me, you liar. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't get any reaction out of you from it. That was a good part. <laughs> yeah. We, back,
5: uh, back when I w- when we first met, that was uh, the words you were u- supposed to use were mm-hmm. African Americans. African Americans. Yes. Nice. Absolutely. No, it, no, it was, was Afro
12: Afro American. Yeah. It wasn't African.
5: It was Afro American. Okay. Yeah. Afro. Okay. It was something yeah. what, like right, that. it that's was what people wanted it be called. I thought so that's what we were told. So that's what I said. Yeah.
12: It was the struggle between black and Afro American. Mm-hmm. We, we, were, we were walking away from the word colored,
2: colored. Yeah. c-u-l-u-d
5: that's why when they started saying people of color that sounded more like that to me
2: people of color yeah instead yeah. of color, colored people yeah. but
11: now you say
2: <laughs> i don't know
5: i
11: think it's people if, of color mostly right? yeah people yeah. of color or if you're talking about a black person you're supposed to say black people or a black person you're not supposed to say a person of color you say black person
2: You're not supposed to say person of color, why not? No, you
11: can say person of color if it's like, or people of color if you're talking about like black people, Eastern Indian people, like mixed race people, you can say that, but if it's a black person, you're supposed to just say black person. We'll see if... if,
8: Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine.
2: Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. By now you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fit me for my very own MyPillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape
6: Do, 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 do.
2: We're rocking out, man.
5: Dirt, damn That's you.
2: all I have to tell you. <laughs> Catherine, can you handle this job or not for Christ's you sake?
5: You know, you're walking on thin ice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, you should have heard what she said about
1: <laughs> There we go. <laughs> it's the most odd receiver, remote we're, thing ever. We were I laughing know. about
2: this morning on on uh, trial and error. Mm -hmm. when they they say you know (laughs) northeasterners they're (laughs) talking about jews it's like that's real (laughs) good god
12: no i but the reason why i brought this list up was to point out that there still might be in this country and it's sad to say some people experiencing their first connection with somebody of a different race
2: yeah maybe Really.
12: Yeah, I mean, it it shouldn't be, but there probably is. But I mean, that was, 1980 was what, thirty, forty years ago,
6: mm-hmm.
12: well, and and for you know, and I didn't notice because most of the people were pretty receptive and, well, and and very understanding. Did you
5: come from a family that told you that you couldn't get anywhere because of your skin color? Did they no, discourage my, you? And tell no,
12: you? I I came from a, my dad was the opposite. My, and I don't know if you heard this in your neighborhood, black parents told their kids this. You had to be better than white people to get ahead.
2: Jews, too. That's
5: what my friend Joyce, yeah, yeah that's what yeah. her parents always said to her.
12: They didn't tell you you couldn't. They told you you had to be better. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I you know, you, you, you always... You know, worked harder and did this and whatnot. You
2: said in my neighborhood you use the word, what what does the word parents mean? No, parent I know, but do? (laughs) What?
12: What's that? I I said parents.
2: (laughs) Parents. Yeah, Yeah, it was a whole different deal, Mm -hmm. a whole different setup. Well, it's kind of
1: weird. Like for me, I grew up in Bloomington. I went to Bloomington schools, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, you have Richfield and Minneapolis. And in high school, I grew up with a... A combination of suburb, you know, the <coughs> suburb kids, but then mm-hmm. we also had North Minneapolis kids bus to our school. Right, yeah. So right. I had like a, there was a weird, weird split in the school when that started happening, and suppose, it started yeah. causing rifts. And I, you know, I, I was just one of those people I had friends with everybody. Which
2: Bloomington school did you go to?
1: I graduated from Kennedy.
2: Oh, you and Herbeck.
1: Yep, Herbeck. Ah. His sister Carrie. Carrie to everybody still parties at her place and for firemen's.
6: <laughs> well, that's <great. laughs>
1: That's the spot to go is Carrie Herbeck's house. Um, I don't know if they're going to have firemen's this year because of the whole COVID thing. I guess they yeah. just released all Bloomington... Public pools and everything will be closed for the season. Really? Well, oh,
2: they're all going to be closed? Because mm-hmm. some of them are going to open just in other cities.
5: makes me
1: sad. Yeah, I, Very sad. I, I'm assuming it could be a to-be-determined type thing, maybe yeah. as of now. It
5: has been proven that if you're – okay, I understand. They would have to social distance. They would have to mm-hmm. have half probably the people that and keep everybody sort of – but I guess that's the problem is how do you keep kids away from each other? Mm-hmm. But it's in water, that coronavirus – Supposedly doesn't like. It's right, in chlorinated right, water, right. which it really doesn't like.
2: It really doesn't well, like. Well, a lot that, of these yeah.
1: public pools, though, they do have playground sets and stuff in the pool. Yeah, they do. So yeah, they would yeah. have yep. to constantly sanitize that. I yep. could understand <clears> throat> that throat> Let's part. Let's just all get it
5: and move on.
2: <laughs> Speaking of sanitizing, you know, before the show started, I ran down the hall to go to the bathroom.
5: Mm-hmm. Are you going to do a turd report? <laughs>
2: well, there was a guy bearing <laughs> down. Report. And it was literally like, <laughs> he did the moan thing.
6: Uh,
5: <laughs> yep, he is gonna do it. Did <laughs> tell the bear down <laughs> oh, and breathe?
2: Bear down, baby. Bear down. <laughs> oh, Come on. Oh my god. Get off your ass and tell him how Chris, it's done.
5: Was that Chris Rock that did a? He was in the toilet and somebody was training, and he says, "You know what always helps me is rocking back and forth." <laughs> oh <my God.
1: laughs> I think it was but Chris Rock.
6: Rock back and forth <laughs> on the toilet. I love that. That's very I know funny. one
1: of my favorite Chris Rock bits is when he was talking about Michael Jackson going to court for his last trial. <laughs> he said he was going to court looking like Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Captain Crunch. Didn't oh. that look like Captain Crunch? Oh, God. He funny. was man. Was he funny? Yeah, still is. I don't see him around much anymore. He's probably got way too much money. He doesn't want to come he's out got of the
12: way house. Way too much money. Well, he did that one special because he he has supposedly signed a deal like um, Chappelle, Chappelle, yeah. to do multiple things on Netflix, and well, he's only done turned only one. turned on
2: Chappelle now. That sucks. What is that all about?
12: Who's turned on?
2: Everybody, because apparently really? they, his last special they didn't like
12: the topic oh the sticks and stones yeah they need to toughen up i agree because bill burt um followed his special up Mm -hmm. even harder yep Mm -hmm. i mean
1: (laughs) i've watched them all but i think (laughs) i've watched them all (laughs) um yeah because when uh eddie murphy hosted snl they had chris rock uh dave chappelle Oh, my God. Oh, Tracy Morgan. That's who is, the, Yeah. And, yeah, so I'm wondering if, yeah, if he's lumping in with the whole, because even Dave Chappelle mentioned, he goes, you have all of Netflix's budget right here on stage. <laughs> yeah, everybody exactly. Everybody has specials. and.
7: That's true. Uh,
1: including Eddie Murphy. So, I don't know. I hope so. I love Chris Rock. I think he's. Oh,
2: he's hilarious. <laughs> he's
1: hilarious. Love it. But
12: he's, Indeed. you know, he's going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. He is, or yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, he he, and he talks about it in his special. He screwed up and cheated on his wife. Oh he, God,
2: do you want to do that?
12: And he's paying. The, <laughs> he said he's paying the price, and I think he wound up with the kids. He did? Yeah. Oh,
5: really? Maybe they're unruly children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did <laughs> You
0: stay here, for the kids. You, can you have take the, the kids. assholes.
12: <laughs> he, he, talk, he talks about everything he had to go through to get the kids. Yeah. And being like, so what will their room, you know, when he was in court, what will their room looks like, look like and how will you handle them and all these different things. God. And he's like, man, I'd, I'd Went through all that, and I was like, "Whew!" Mm. But yeah, he he went through a, he went through a divorce, and he and he blames himself for well, being if he stupid. He cheated on his
2: wife. He mm-hmm. probably yeah. should blame himself that's, for that's being fair. stupid. Although
12: if the courts
1: it. are awarding him children, there might be something wrong with his former wife. I don't know because that's very rare for a court it not is, to know. give the mother custody at all. So I don't know. Well, usually it's shared custody, right?
11: Right. Yeah. like think shared custody.
1: Yeah. Unless,
11: yeah. yeah. I mean, luckily property, with substance abuse yeah, or, yeah, mental or, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like
1: with my divorce, I didn't even have, we didn't have to go to court. We just mediated it 50 50, you know. So there's. Yeah, but Chris Rock's got a
11: shit ton yeah. of money. Yeah.
6: <laughs> got a few dollars. feuding. No yeah. yeah. There's always there going to be feuding when there's a shit shooting. ton of money.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Nothing will ever top. There's black people and then there's other black people <laughs> that's the only way I can put it one of the funniest bits of all time ever, ever
12: well he said the other black people were the ones who ruined everything for black people
2: exactly, he ruined everything for black people <laughs> it was very funny very, very God, he's a funny guy, no doubt about it Used to be, he had him on a cakey morning show a few times but then all of a sudden we got big he didn't do radio yeah. anymore
5: Well, he got in trouble for saying things like that why? it's funny Because I guess you You have—I don't know. It's all my.
12: For a very short period, they had the PBS special of uh, Dave Chappelle receiving the uh, Mark Twain. 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 Mark Twain. Twain. Shania Twain. Shania Twain. Award. award,
11: Mark Twain Award.
12: award. Thank you, Samuel
2: and Clemens Award. award. Yeah. No that would have been a lot easier. <laughs> exactly. Um,
12: and the you know the special you know the the show that they do when you receive the award, mm-hmm. and it stayed on Netflix for like that long. It really? popped on, and then it's. I wonder
2: you know, it's why that is.
12: I have uh-huh. no idea but That's it was weird. it was funny and all get out and his mother was there and he made he kind of made fun of his mother in the sense of how she raised him and his and it, and it was pretty adult strong language and there's this teenage daughter sitting there and she's kind of like I'm sure she's used to it <laughs> in Bed-Stuy yeah. he, he
7: grew
2: up in bed didn't he in New York yeah I remember originally
12: Stuyvesant. then the family moved to uh, Ohio and he but he freely admits that he when he hangs out with a lot of rappers and whatnot, his experience is totally different than theirs.
2: Yeah, yeah I could see that. Not so not sure, yeah. He's a very funny guy. Do you think we need another Richard Pryor right now? I think we do. We could use yeah. Richard Pryor right about now because he would be just straight ahead about it. He was amazing. I mean, he he was really unbelievable. Comedy everything's, forever.
5: Everything's been everything's politicized now. It Everything. is, yeah, everything's. You got it. You, you got it. You got a comedy routine that talks about this stuff and you know gets real. Well, somebody's not going to like it, and they're going to ruin I your know. life. It's just unbelievable. I
12: know. When, when we were on the phone yesterday, you were talking about ruining somebody's life. I didn't get the hint, uh, the fact that you were talking about the mayor of Minneapolis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was Tom trying to ruin the mayor of
12: Minneapolis? No, no, these no, other <laughs> people. Again? I, st- I stood <laughs> stuck up for him for once.
1: What? Yeah, I heard you this morning. Stuck
6: up for him. stood, stood, stood stook stook up. Stuck up for or Monday, stood up. One of the things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what day of the week is it, Kevin? <laughs> what day is it? Saturday.
2: <laughs> okay, we got to take a break. We'll be right back with Kostaki Economopolis next.
5: Hey, the Stop thing.
2: Work. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry
11: Kostaki
2: on. No Greeks today. We've decided against it.
11: <laughs> Greek free day. If I do a little It's a Greek free day. Twit, Greek free Monday.
2: I like Greek it. Kostaki, how are you? I'm good. I'm good.
13: I'm a fan of Dave Chappelle. I had, had a chance to work with him in uh, Dayton
2: years ago. He's a, he's a good one. Yeah, he's amazing. There's no, no yep. getting around I used to love that TV show of his.
6: <laughs>
2: I used to love oh, his yeah. TV God. show. It was he unbelievably is, he's, he's fun.
5: brilliant. Mm-hmm.
2: Really funny, and I love the family—the white family. He was named the Big N. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. That was he come hey Big N's, how you doing? Yeah. He's the milkman.
6: He... <laughs> God, that was funny.
12: Well, Neil <laughs> Neil Brennan, his uh, co-writer, yeah, or co-producer of whatever his title was, his running partner uh, was on ESPN last radio last week. And he, um, they were getting, you know, what do you think about this? That comments from Neil. And Neil said, isn't it interesting? We have a president who, uh, when COVID first hit, let the states all deal with their their own way of handling it. But when the riots broke out, he was going to save every state in the union. He was? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even pay attention <laughs> yeah, to that he stuff was, anymore. He was going to re- release the military police to save every state in the union.
2: Well, there you have it cuz they Who needed knows. all the help in New Hampshire they can get. <laughs> it's a lot of trouble.
5: How's it going in California? Are you are, are your riots winding down?
13: I don't know. It's I you know, the helicopter activity has faded over the last few days. That's okay. one measure. Um I will occasionally take the bike out for a ride and kind of go check things out here and there. But for the most part, because of COVID, we're we're staying home. Uh, I did on the day that I did ride around. I thought it was uh, it was cool. People were friendly, and there wasn't. I mean, there was sort of this quiet tension, but it was. They had this sort of brotherly vibe about it, and
7: nice.
13: cars would kind of slow down and throw water bottles out to protesters, <laughs> and there was kind of a cool. I was I was impressed with the general vibe the day that I kind of wandered around. Um, so we'll we'll see. We'll, I feel like it's. On the other hand, you know, there were some areas that were completely like Sunset Boulevard was shut down with Humvees and. Soldiers with machine guns. It was kind of jarring to see yeah. it. You know. Um, so it's you know we're we're having the full experience here. It's uh it's interesting. It's interesting to watch for sure. Um, I brought along some uh, silly distraction comedy if you're ready for that. Love it.
6: <laughs> please please God. <laughs> please God. All right.
12: Yeah. How's that
13: for a professional segue. I've
12: <laughs> shaking them up enough today. Uh, Kostaki, see, I got it right today. I didn't hey, call hey. him cocky. Cocky stalker.
13: <laughs> most comics are the opposite of cocky. We're we're like uh, you know, self conscious and nervous and hesitant. Uh, well, so well, today that I a few along... that are kind of cocky. Yeah. And I'll tell you that.
5: He said most. There's some. Yeah, there's some.
6: Yeah.
13: Uh, I I've been thinking about some of the kooky things in the world, and I brought along an iconic kind of monologue today about superstitions. Uh, It's the 21st century, right? Enough with the horseshoes and the 13th floor already. Time to move as a culture towards the truth Scientology.
6: (laughs) Uh,
5: Yes. Oh, no. He moved to California. It was a
6: matter Uh, of time. They got him. Uh, They got him. They got him.
13: A four-leaf clover is supposed to be lucky. Uh, It's got to be the only genetic mutation that's considered good luck, right? You never see a three-armed kid named Lucky. No! No, that's true. God. uh, rabbit's foot, that's good luck. Well, it depends on your point of view, I guess. Try asking the rabbit. Yeah. Uh, oh, that. Look, look, your foot's dangling from the dash of my Honda. That's You're a so, lucky badger. So weird. <laughs> such a weird that thing. Is weird. It's uh, very weird. All of these are weird, if you really think about them. If you break a mirror, that means seven years of bad luck. That's pretty steep. Seven years? What is this, mandatory sentencing? <laughs> exactly. How we... Is there a powerful mirror lobby? How do we get such a strong...
6: Oh, uh, mirror,
2: the, lobby, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. mirror lobby, really? Uh, mirror lobby. Here's a
13: classic. Step on a crack, break your mother's back. Uh, well, that makes for a relaxing walk home from school. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're not
1: stressed enough, right?
13: Yeah. Outrunning the bullies isn't hard enough. Now, one small misstep, my mom never walks
6: again.
5: That's I totally right. remember as a little kid, like, stepping on a crack and, like, being very yeah. worried
6: about my mom. Break my <laughs> <back>. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh,
13: we're certainly freaked out about the number thirteen, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is true. Uh, around eighty percent of high rises lack a thirteenth floor. Yep. yep. Do do the evil spirits not know what floor it really is? <laughs> Fourteen, is... my ass. <laughs> yeah, right.
6: That's true. <laughs> Still 13th that should
13: floor. be the name on the elevator. Fourteen, my ass. <laughs> <laughs>
12: <laughs> well, well, some of them put that as the place that they store things. And, oh, 13th floor? Yeah, or really? that's where the, right. the maintenance God. hangs yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it's hard
13: to sell that floor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a girl standing under mistletoe cannot refuse a kiss by anyone who claims the privilege. This was clearly before the Me Too movement. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 God,
6: <laughs> Gross.
13: <laughs> A dirty old man from another era. Ew. Bill uh, <laughs> <you> know. Franken. <laughs> no.
6: Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Yeah, no. that's right. a
13: little hairspray. <laughs> plenty to choose from. Uh, <laughs> if you blow out your candles on your birthday cake, in the first puff, you get your wish. Uh, especially if you wish for everyone to catch your cold. That's nice. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. Very pleasant. Uh, bad luck to walk under a ladder. Now, this came, this is fascinating to me. I didn't know this. This came from the early belief that a leaning ladder formed a triangle with the wall and the ground, and you must never violate the Holy Trinity by walking through a triangle. That's
5: what it's from?
13: <laughs> yeah. Really? Lest you be in league with the devil. Like, uh, that's pretty yeah. strong language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
5: <right>?
11: League that. <laughs> that's dumb. crazy.
13: <laughs> I thought it was just like, dude, you're going to trip that thing and someone's going to fall. Like It seems yeah. like a breakfast. No. yeah,
11: You didn't think you were in League no, no. the Devil? <laughs>
13: yeah. No. It's, it's it's just like that. Focus, focus. A
11: tag team match. <laughs> it's kind of a given.
13: Uh, it's bad luck to see your bride on the wedding day. Well, it's not bad luck exactly, but you're going to see her so much.
5: Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. No, I push it. God.
13: Yeah. Take the one last day off. (laughs)
12: I wonder if it had anything to do with that she's such a nervous and such a wreck that the last thing you want to do is see her. Mm. Or could it be
5: that the groom is so hungover from the bachelor party the night before (laughs) that it gave him a chance to not be green around the gills? I don't know. Maybe That's good, yeah. What are you looking (laughs) at me for?
2: I went to a Twins game. (laughs) Wash the glitter off his face. That's good. 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 You know that's what I did on my bachelor party? You know what we did for my bachelor party? What's up? Went to a Twins game. That's how excited I am. (laughs) And then Kent Herbeck threw glitter in my face. It was unbelievable.
5: I heard he uh, gave you a hell of a lap dance. Yeah, I gave you
2: a <laughs> Kent Herbeck lap dance, baby. I'm ready. Uh, Kent, I'm ready
5: for
1: you. He wore the gloves.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Men,
1: are,
13: men are so stupid to do a bachelor party the night before. Like, yeah. do it the week before, two weeks before. Like, you can't show up all smelling like tequila. It can barely keep your eyes open. That's stupid. True. Yeah. Uh, here you go. There's a weird one. The spouse who goes to sleep first on the wedding night will be the first to die. What? what? I've really <laughs> never even
5: heard this one. How I old is either. this one? Yeah.
13: I, I dug this up. So so now the wedding night is a waiting game. You're slurping <laughs> coffee and trash-talking each other. <laughs> he said, go to sleep. <laughs>
2: exactly.
13: Uh, if you use the same pencil to take the test you use when studying for the test, the pencil re- will remember the answers.
5: I totally
6: what? believe that,
13: is, that That is to be a, I tried that with the same brain and it didn't work yeah, yeah. exactly uh, here's another one of this uh, that I never heard the same concept if three people are photographed together the one in the middle will die first
11: oh my god what? so many people dying
13: <laughs> a lot of yeah, people but, dying we're going
6: to
5: have to dig out all our photos <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see what's happening
13: Flip through an old photo album and sleep tight, everybody. Uh...
5: (laughs) Wait, I was in the middle four times.
13: Uh, bad luck will follow the spilling of salt unless a pinch is thrown over the left shoulder yep. into the <clears throat> face of the devil. Did you know the last part? Oh, I did know about oh, like the face of the devil. The part. Of
5: that, that, devil. One's, that one's true. And it has if to be the with face your right
13: of hand. the devil is waiting over your shoulder, maybe the salt spill isn't your
11: biggest problem. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, well, I have to agree i be
6: nervously
5: you. throwing salt over my, all,
11: over my shoulder all the time I throw now. salt over my shoulder every single time I use salt. You really? do?
13: Yep. It's funny how these little things sort of grow and stick with us. And, yeah, you know, I do not know, no, didn't know about, and... I
11: didn't know about the devil thing. See, so he's not yeah. around me at all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Too many times. got yeah, no devil. It's <laughs> like enough of her.
13: <laughs> and apparently,
2: it's only left shoulder. So be
13: careful. left on, shoulder you know, with your sure.
11: right hand. Left shoulder. Is that right? Yep. Yeah.
2: Well, it will be kind of hard because right. you can do it, but yeah. you look like a weirdo. <laughs> left shoulder
11: with your right hand.
5: See? See? Yeah, well, get it this right. is more normal.
13: Here's one Cover your mouth when you yawn Or your soul can go out of your body Good It's about of, time I've people <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: you yeah. Shut your mouth for Christ's sake I thought sake? it was after coffee was invented God. I didn't know
2: that <laughs> God I, I hate it when people lean from from back and yawn <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jesus
11: <laughs>
2: Tighten that thing up Will you <laughs>
11: <laughs> tighten that thing up, well, will ya? I mean, yapper. Okay.
13: <laughs> what? You, you mean, you mean, mean? a mouth? Tighten that thing up a little. <laughs> bit. Tighten it up. Oh. Do tighten up. She's fine. Uh, here's, here's a couple of kooky ones. A frog brings good luck to a house that it enters. See? No, absolutely uh,
11: not. See? Absolutely not. Burn <laughs> no it frogs. down. Burn it down.
2: Burn, Burn
11: the house. Throw down salt in its face and set it on fire. No. Oh,
2: that's nice. That's
11: genteel. No. I'm a horrified <laughs> of frogs. I mean, I think if
13: a frog can easily leap into your house, you could use a little good luck. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh... Hey, how about this one? A dry, the dried body of a frog worn in a silk bag around your neck averts epilepsy.
11: What? Yeah. Yeah. go? body spread. of a frog <laughs> worn in a silk bag around your neck. They make
1: medications <laughs> for that now. So. Averts
11: yeah, We uh, came across a dead frog this week. I should have put um, it in a silk bag yes, and tied it around my neck. <laughs> where
5: where did Dana throw that? <laughs> we have to go find yeah.
11: that dead frog. <laughs> <laughs> think of all the people oh, we can help. Oh
12: god, <laughs> that's so weird. Think of all the people <laughs> here. Are there any baseball ones?
13: Uh, I didn't see a baseball one.
12: Yeah. Uh, but yeah. there's
5: it's so weird
13: how many Alex of these things fun. they sort of eke into our lives and they stay there, the knocking on wood and the yeah. black yep. cat crossing your path and
5: The knocking uh, on wood is like the forest nymphs, right? Or something about forest nymphs. Yeah, I think
1: isn't it Irish?
13: Uh, What I saw was it's an old Gaelic thing associated with spirits that that are associated with trees. But, you know, again, these are hard to ferret out exactly how and why they came to be. Uh, No umbrellas inside and fighting over a wishbone. When I was a a kid,
11: you touched the – every time you drove (laughs) by a car that (laughs) that had a headlight out, you touched the ceiling and said, padiddle.
6: Yeah. Oh,
11: yeah. Yep. What? That was a padiddle, that's thing. right. Padiddle. What are you yep.
2: talking I about? Mean, you're making it up as you go. Well, did nope. you talk to Kostaki before nope. the show? padiddle. Yeah, and, the padiddle And Michael, line. every
11: single time we're in a car and he sees one, he kisses his hand and touches the ceiling of the so car. So what does he see? And he's, it's a, if a car is driving towards you with a headlight out. A cyclops. But then if they have padiddle.
1: a tail light out, you say padoodle. I've never heard of it. Oh, bag. for yeah. Christ's sake. Yeah. I the could a go to when I was a kid,
11: to I could
13: only Comedian
1: Greg Hahn
13: has a reference to this in his act. He talks about this. Oh, the, really? This, it, and Punch Bug. Did you do that yeah. one? Yeah, a Punch Buggy.
11: What's Punch Bug? Oh, a slug VW Bug. Beetle. A VW, oh. beetle. A VW Beetle. Oh, VW Beetle. You punched him in the shoulder. They even make those anymore? We call slug it Slug Bug. Slug Bug. Or punch the person in the eye. Yeah. Right in the eye. Just kidding.
12: No, the reason why I asked about the baseball one, because I was... In baseball, you're not supposed to step on the white line. Right. Step oh, yeah. over it. But you don't, step you, over you don't step, step on. on it. And it's that's... bad luck, but I've never oh. found out why it's bad luck.
13: Don't step on the it's – the, it's the baseline. You're supposed to stay in the baseline, but you're just a little off the baseline?
12: No, it, when you're running into the dugout or running onto the field you're not supposed uh, okay. to step on crossing you, it right
5: there's a lot of superstition amongst ballplayers players. Oh, yeah.
11: all
1: kind. don't change
11: your right. jock yeah. strap yeah, yeah. yeah. Or What? yeah oh, right. can you wash
1: s- the jock strap some don't oh some that's really don't. fun Please believe
12: me the guy who jockey. washed those items some didn't Wouldn't for
2: the umpire Ball one, and I don't mean the pitch. I mean your upside. <laughs> yeah.
12: yeah. Or, or the other one, a pitcher's got a uh, no hitter going. Nobody can talk to him at that point. Yeah, you can't talk to him oh, anymore. Yeah. He, he he becomes the guy at the end of the bench that yeah. nobody will talk to. Nobody, him. nobody at, talking to him, and he's just like, what? what?
13: That's kind of a fun tradition. I like that. Yeah. I didn't know
12: that. Or uh, nobody can say the game is going really fast. As soon as you say that, That's, slows
5: down. And you ruin the mem- momentum.
12: Yep, the brakes will hit, and you'll be there all night. There
2: you go. That's all you right?
11: need to
5: know. It's like Dan- traffic is light,
11: right yeah. around the corner.
5: Yeah, <laughs> <In laughs> and everything
11: stops in dance. You weren't allowed to tell people good luck. Yeah, break a leg. Yeah, you, could, in you dance, couldn't you say good say, luck. Why not? Because then you jinxed it, and it'll be a terrible performance. You could say mared, which is good luck in French, but not good luck.
2: Mered is turd in French.
11: No, it's not.
2: Merit is poop.
11: Merit is not poop in French.
2: Look it up.
1: Oh, okay, hold oh, on. Maybe I'll you like... could say poop.
2: M-E-R-D-E, is that ad. all you're saying?
11: Okay.
1: How do you say poop in <laughs> French?
2: Here we go. How do you say poop in French We're here to French? serve the public. So all we do is educate around <laughs> it's here. It's caca.
1: It's caca. Poop.
6: Well, it's caca. in caca. French it's though.
1: In French it's caca.
2: No, it's merit too.
5: Oh,
11: all right.
1: Oh, wait. I La forgot. Baird, Shit, L-
2: crap,
11: poop, damn turd. There you go. I crap told you. Poop, right. damn poop. turd. Well, maybe Z- you could say poop. poop. You could say love.
5: You could yeah, say married, I was going to say
2: nerd no, beef. Shit,
11: damn turd. <laughs> <laughs>
5: wow.
2: Kostaki with his longest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, you're going, what the hell are How you people is, talking about? What happened about? to
5: my segment? I, <laughs> I'm, my segment. Enjoying,
2: I'm enjoying the poop infotainment over here. <laughs> well, you know, I, I know. speak all the languages. Yeah.
1: Hashtag know. the more you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and what all is right. it in I'll Sicilian?
6: i on
13: this. I, I, I think in life you get what you give and you make your own luck by being a good person and working hard. But as an experiment... I've got a pocket full of four-leaf clovers and rabbit's feet and frog's <laughs> bodies. Sure. Uh, I'm going sure. to break a mirror with a black cat under a ladder on the 13th floor just to see what happens. Yeah. Love, Love it. Sprinkle uh, some
5: salt on that baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's right.
13: Throw some salt. And I'm hanging some mistletoe on the small of my back so the face of the devil could kiss my ass. Love it. Ew. Love it.
11: <laughs> <laughs> that works the <that> <laughs> Nice. Oh, my gosh. Nice.
13: <laughs> no, I will, uh, I'll go on another bike ride. I'll report back
2: next week. All right. Probably. No, a bike ride. Are you talking about bicycle or motorcycle? It's,
5: bicycle. It's you're trying to get some exercise. It's because yeah. You're not a <laughs> motorcycle guy, are you? No. Not with the child. You know what? I'm not, so but I, I did
13: own a motorcycle for about four or five years when I was in college, in grad school. It was so convenient for parking around a big university. Nice but not with uh, a child. But,
5: you're not allowed to have bike. It's been a while. That's motorcycle.
13: right. I... You know what, this is a true story. I, In 1993, I got my master's degree, and I moved home with my folks so I could afford to go make $200 a week telling jokes or whatever. And my parents witnessed a motorcycle accident a few months prior, and later on the news found out that the guy died. Oh. So, so when I moved home, I sold my motorcycle because I knew I couldn't, walk into the house with a helmet over no, and over again. You know, <laughs> no, yeah, Yeah. Uh, and I've, I once rented a motorcycle since, and it happened to be in Minneapolis when I was really? there. My, I was with my wife. Uh, she turned 40, and we went all out. We did all these crazy, adventurous things. We rode a Harley over to the Twin Cities and had a hot air balloon ride. Uh, and we did a bunch of like cool things around. We did a. Uh, if, you've, if you've never done a Segway tour in Minneapolis, you have to. You have to go. It's one of the great things. I actually. Mom's have. was
11: leaded by Eileen Forward. <laughs>
6: I remember. That's uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Eileen Forward. <laughs> there, yeah. There's a
13: three-hour. There's a three-hour Segway tour that yep. goes like around all. It's so cool. It's, yep. it's up and a, down the it's river. A beautiful, yeah, Up and down the river, yeah. it's mm-hmm. beautiful, and those things are ridiculously fun they and intuitive. Fun. And they're way better than they look like they're going to be. They're really fun.
5: I know. They look dorky, uh, but they're way fun.
13: They are dorky, but yes. they're fun. They yeah. are dorky. As so many things in this life are.
5: No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mopeds, same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chess,
13: poker, many of my favorite activities <laughs> are dorky and fun. <laughs>
2: All right, kids. Well, uh, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Kostaki. Have a great week. Thank you, guys. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family.